Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TPV Radio. Central Texas. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 and this station. This is Sterling Roberts, and you are listening to the Samus Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go! What's good, radio family? The Samus Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the Samus Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, followed by Cell Life with Michael Ceballos, at 4.30 p.m. Monday, The Grub at 12 noon. Darcy Patterson, The Reality Coach at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life with Sister Deanne Labrine at 6 p.m. Friday's Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturdays is our triple hitter and it starts off with Saturdays for Fest with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m. and Loda Bar Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Starless Voice presents by appointment only. Coming soon, TPV Radio's open mic open to all pastors, preachers, and artists, and we're going to get it in to be announced. You can also catch us on Live 365, 24-7. Just search the Thomas Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. Walk with us, family. Let's go. At Javina Distributing, we got your covering for your winter and summer needs. One size fits all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923. Or you can order from the website www.allsportsheadgear.com and type in promo code Siron2020 to get your free gifts. It's Let's Get It. Let's go. At Majal's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, 
please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Listening to Brother Don present with Pastor Gene Homer right now on on Radio. It is now time for Brother Don Presents and Pastor Gene Homer. What good radio family? We are back with you once again. This is Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer. It is July the 25th, 2020. We just continue to pray that you've been faring well, family, during these difficult and different times. We know that things as we used to know it is different, so we're just praying that the Lord has really been challenging you as you've been seeking him during these times because we're going to get through this family we're going to we're promised victory in any and every level of our lives so don't be discouraged don't be upbeat hope is alive hope's name is jesus and he is here for you and i well i just i'm just thankful today family as we come to you once again um been an awesome, awesome, awesome time. You know, we, we kicked off this year, um, you know, where we talked about the sovereignty of God, then we rolled into repentance, and then the Lord just spoke to our hearts, and we're here at this place called complacency. It's been a very, very good in-depth teaching. Um, as always, we uh, would love to hear what you think about it. You know, you can go out to the website, uh, just Google TPV Radio Network, and the website will come up, and, you know, leave a comment, you know, just kind of let us know how this has impacted you or if if there's something that you wanted us to take a little more time with or something that you didn't quite get. Um, Yeah, just leave a comment there. We'll, We'll be more than happy to respond to it. And also, I encourage you real strongly to go back and just, because all of the the Brother Don Presents, as well as all the ministry team programs here at TPV, are cataloged in the website. So you can go back and you can listen to er previous or earlier 
teachings and, and ministry that went forth to really, really kind of give you a good, firm foundation as we move forward. And if you're listening today live uh, on the website or I don't know if 365 is up yet, but if you're listening live, you know, we, 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 we would love for you to call in, 515-605-9873. That's 515-605-9873. Now, you know, me and my sister, we, we I mean, we just want to do what God's will is. And, and we know that what we're doing and what we're bringing forth is straight out of the throne room. But we do want to hear you because we love you. You know, this is, this is what it's for, you know, to minister to the people, to minister to the body that the body gets healthy and whole. And I'm just excited today because I know some restoration is going to take place. I know some deliverance is going to take place today. I know those chains and shackles that have been holding you back, people, today are going to start to be broken in the spirit. And I'm calling it forth as we go in with this lesson today. I know God and the Holy Spirit is doing something great with this word that we're bringing here today. Because, you know, it's the healing balm that's needed in these times. And, you know, a lot of times I know with me, uh, just a quick testimony, you know, I went to the doctor one day and I felt great. I felt fine. Well, after he come in and sat with me a few minutes, he says, you know, uh, Mr. Don, you you have high blood pressure. And we're going to have to treat this. I'm like, wow. Say what? You know, it didn't, I, I couldn't feel the effects of it. I, I, I didn't think anything was wrong, but I was actually sick and didn't know it. Well, it's times like these that we encounter with the way the state in the world is today that, um, um, that, you know, we can see where we're sick and maybe not even known it that we can get the healing and the prescription that we need for our soul. Amen. Um, Pastor Chris just informed me that Live 365 and all of the all other recorded programs, the stream will not connect to, okay, so they're not, we're not actually live on 365 now, but it is a recording. But go out to Live 365 also, download that, because PPV, uh, Psalmist Voice, he has a great lineup of Christian and gospel music, you know, a lot of contemporary, traditional, whatever your flavor is, they have it there at Live 365 uh, with the Psalmist Voice Radio Network, as well as independent artists, artists that you don't necessarily hear mainstream but have an awesome anointing in their ministry of music. So still encourage you to go out there, load the app, your iPhone, Android, Live 365, type in the Psalmist Voice uh, network and you have it. So I'm gonna. I know I'm being a little long-winded today, but I just thank God for for today to be able to be here. I thank Him for His grace and mercy that's new today. Just really excited with the word that He has given us. So I'm gonna go ahead and get my shout out. So I'm gonna pass them. Then I'm gonna pass the mic to my sister. Um, first and foremost, as always. I love to give a shout-out to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Family, I can't even begin to tell you. Without him, I truly am nothing. He has taken me that was just a pile of ashes and brought up beauty for his kingdom, for his word, and for his purpose out of it. And I'm just so grateful 
humbled and thankful to him for giving his life that I may have life in him. I want to give a shout-out to my wife. She has been amazing in this time. She has really supported and uplifted me in the things that I do in the ministry. And it's not always an easy task. You know, we, we, we go through things. We go through different levels of warfare. But to have a, a God-fearing woman by your side that's able to help you battle in those times is an awesome, awesome thing. I want to give a shout-out to my kids. Uh, Daddy loves you. They have been a blessing to me and, and just really, really just, just I'm just so thankful for them for what God has given me in this season. And also, before I forget, family, I want to give a shout-out to the grandkids. Had them all over this weekend. And the most beautiful thing about grandkids that I learned is to get to send them home. Amen. And I want to give a shout-out to TPV Ministries. Pastor Chris and First Lady Nisi, just beautiful people and the vision that God has given them in this season and bringing us in, me and my sister bringing us in and just really treating us like family and loving on us and giving us an opportunity to share the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I also got to give a shout out to Radio Bishop Willie Horn out there, KBRG, the bridge and the brew crew. You know, them guys, they, they brought me in, seasoned men of God. They they helped train me up for the short time I was there, and I just thank God for each and every one of them. And I want to give a shout-out to you, family, for tuning in. You are the ones that make all of this possible as you come to support us and what we're doing for Christ. And don't forget to go out and vote for us at the SPIN Awards. Go to the webpage, www.spinawards.com, and look for the Psalmist Voice in all categories and vote. And vote. It's really exciting to be able to share that with you, you know, thinking of where we were last year at this time. And, you know, none of that was on the radar. God didn't show us any of that last year but right now we not only the spin awards but also the stellar awards uh we uh had an opportunity to be considered for nomination for that so you, you know you really got to know the, the the whole backdrop to see what a big blessing it is and you just have to take my word for it, family it is a huge blessing and i was just informed august the third is the last day to vote so we still got a few days in there. We still got a little bit in there. So we encourage you, please, go out and vote. It's not necessarily supporting what we're doing here. It's supporting what God is doing here within the ministry, you know, that we can show the world that you don't have to be mega to be used. You don't have to be mega to be an impact. You can just be a handful of folks speaking the truth, and you can be recognized and seen. Amen? Well, that's about it for me. I'm going to give my sister the mic. I know she's abroad today, so I'm just excited where she's at and just just really uh, ready to, to see what she got to say. So, Pastor Jean, you now have the mic. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How you doing? How's everybody doing today? We're I'm up here with my sister, so we're at the beach, and you can hear a lot of uh, background noise, but... Uh, we're fellowshipping and we're excited about it today. And I'm hey, just what? excited to be praise. 
to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is truly the head of my life, and I love him with all my heart. So grateful for everything he's doing and has done and is going to do in all of our lives. Amen. In the midst of it all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just praising and thanking him today. Thanking him for everyone, all of the uh, listening audience. Thanking him for my family. Thanking him for my loved ones. Just thanking him because of who he is. Amen. So I'm going to turn it over to you all. God bless. Amen, amen. Are you, where exactly are you at, uh, Pastor Jean? I know you're in Michigan, but where exactly are you at? I have no idea. I'm somewhere called Alaska, Michigan. <laughs> wow! I'm up here following my sisters. I have no idea where they have me, so y'all pray. Y'all pray for wow. me way, way out oh, in the country no. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> Yeah, we will pray <laughs> graces and mercies over you in Alaska, Michigan. Wow, wow. You wow. Never, have you ever yeah. heard of that, brother? No, and uh, you know me. I'm from Michigan, <laughs> and I'm trying to, I've never heard of that one. So, <laughs> well, God bless you. The weather must be okay there because y'all out and about. It's uh we, we, we've been having some uh, residual effects from the tropical depression that's out there. And I just want to say also that, that we want to send up a prayer for our Texas family because we, we understand that 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 storm is headed your way, and we're just praying that God keeps you safe during these times. Amen. Well, let's get in the Word, family. Let, let's, let's, let's get it cracking. Let's, let's, let's get it going here. So whatever you use to read the word, whether it be your, you know, Bible, traditional Bible, flipping pages, I'm going to do that today. Smartphone, tablet, computer, however you use to choose to open up the word of God. We're going to flip through some scripture today. We're going to look at something, you know, because that, don't never take my word for it, Pastor Gene, Pastor Chris, First Lady Nisi. Don't take our word for it. Read it in the word of God for yourself. Try the spirit by the spirit. Know what the word says. And and that's why we really, really dive deep in the word of God here at TPV Ministry. Because we're not going to tell you what our opinion is. We're going to tell you what the word says and how it is given to us in revelation, not opinionated. Amen? Well, you know, family, I kind of opened up with it a little bit at the beginning of the show here about where we were this year. You know, we, we touched on sovereignty for a while, and then we came back into repentance, and then we hit complacency. And the Lord began to show us this thing about complacency and how really deep and vast it was in terms of the effects, the adverse effects and dangers that it has on believers. And we've been we've been here for a while, and I know we're parked here, and we, me and my sister, we never want to rush anything. We don't want to get past or in front of God. We want to stay right there where he is, that he can continue ministering to us. So I can't say that, you know, this would be the last lesson or the third part or whatever, but I do know that when the Lord shared this to me this week, you know, about complacency, he says you can't reach the spiritual realm in complacency. That means you can't go forward or up while you're complacent 
See, because complacency is the way that shackles your spiritual legs to prevent you from rising or coming up. And I think with that statement right there, that has really a snapshot of what we see today all around. I'm talking about people that are seasoned or you believe that they're seasoned in the Word of God, going to church, going to Bible study, doing all the correct and proper things, but never, ever really growing. Never really coming out of that place. Never getting a breakthrough. Never feel like they're an overcomer. And when you get into that place or you get into that feeling or if you're in that feeling right now, you might want to pay very close attention to what we're saying here today. Because there's been shackles, fetters put on your spiritual legs to keep you from moving or rising up. So you can't move when you are shackled. And I shared this with my sister offline, and when God gave me this revelation, the first thing came to mind was the um, technique that I learned many years ago about how they train and keep circus elephants. Now, we all know elephants is probably one of the strongest creatures on earth. When they're an adult, they can weigh up to five or six tons and just massive in their strength. But the thing about it and the way they do it in a circus uh, elephant is when he's just a little baby with very little strength, they would chain a big logging chain around his leg. Uh, He couldn't even lift his leg. It was so heavy. They would chain that thing, and as he growed, as he growed, eventually they could get away with the standard rope around his leg because his mind had been so programmed with that chain being around his leg that all I had to do is simulate something that was just, it wasn't even heavy, it wasn't even sturdy, but they just simulated to get him to not even move. So you got this six-ton animal holding his leg with a rope that you and I could probably break. So we're going to touch on that today, you know, because this is critical, folks. This is so critical. We are in critical time. We are in very critical time. And it doesn't take much to really understand that. You don't have to be a lay person. You don't have to have all of these degrees on the wall to hear how critical it is out there today. And we want to touch on some of the things that um, will help you get through these times to help you grow through this. Amen? Well, I don't know, sis. I know you're out and about. Um, do you really, Do you have that definition that you had of complacency? Because I got another one I want to read on top of it. Okay. I, don't, I have it in my mind. A complacency is a false sense of security uh, in the midst of danger. Amen. A false sense of complacency. Uh, um, uh, say that again A false sense of security Security In the midst of danger Amen And and you know that That is so amazing to me That is so amazing to me We, We were in danger But we didn't even recognize it We were in peril 
and didn't even have any clue to how dangerous it was. Going on about our daily lives. So, you know, because complacent is an adjective. And when she said that definition to me, that just tells me that we're just generally satisfied with what we have. And the conditions, we're so comfortable that we don't do anything about it and we're in danger the whole time. Mm-mm-mm. That's powerful, family. That's powerful. But the thing that I've learned in all of this, sis, and I think I shared some of this with you earlier this week, in the, in the place that God brought me to that really, really tried, started to um, transform my, my thinking and, and really got in my spirit, you know, and we touched on this in the past briefly, but we never got in depth with it. So if you got your Bibles out, family, turn to Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6, and I'm going to start at verse 2 and read through 5. But before I read that, let me share this. God showed me this week that if you stay in a place of complacency, what happens is you open the door for the familiarity. And that's dangerous because familiarity is demonic. It's demonic activity working in your life. So if you want to say anything, it, 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 it's the spiritual cousin to complacency. It brings in the, the access of demonic activity working in your life. And I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not trying to put too much heavy stuff on you. I'm just being real, family. And this is some of the, some of the things that we must address in the body of Christ. And the first one I'm going to touch on is that spirit of familiarity. Now, Matthew 6, 2 through 5 is a portion of Scripture um, that we understand or we read a lot. But let's break it down today, and we'll show you some things about the spirit of familiarity, or some people say a familiar spirit. And I'm reading out of the New King James. And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him that such mighty works are performed by his hand? Is this not the carpenter's, the son of Mary, the brother of James, Judas, Simeon? And are not his sisters here with us? So they were offended at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives, and his own house. Now he could do he could do no mighty work there except that they laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And you know, sis, the first thing that jumped in me when I read that verse. Familiarity destroys the ability for God to move. 
because the spirit of familiarity is a dangerous spirit that can disable or dislodge us. Now, that was deep for me, sis, and I know we had talked about it, um, you know, offline, but in terms of the uh, spirit of familiarity, in this chapter, which we just read, Mark 6, 2 through 5, what can you minister to the family today about how dangerous the spirit of familiarity is? Amen? Amen. Because the, uh, when you look up, and I was just looking up the definition of familiarity, and it's knowing a person in, on different levels. It could be a level of intimacy or acquaintance uh, because of relationships. And we know that when we, uh, when we are founded in Christ, we're a new creature. We're a new creation in him. Amen. So Amen. we change. We, we change. And most of the time, well, as we found in the situation with Christ and his relationship, even with his own mother, they, mm-hmm. they, they could not understand the, the change in his character. Amen. There was a point mm-hmm. when he, uh, there's another uh, instance in the Bible when he was fellowshipping and because of the things that were going on and, and, and the Pharisees and the Sadducees were trying to find a place to uh, set him up to be arrested. And right. his mother and brothers came to us. Uh, and they wanted to get, have an audience with him to try to get him to stop uh, because they feared mm-hmm. for his life, because they were looking at him as a son and as a brother. And and remember in that story, brother, the, Jesus said, who are who is my mother and who are my brothers? Right. Except right. the ones who do the will of God. So that's the problem. That's the issue. That's where we run into a problem is when we begin to take on the nature and the character of Christ, and then we begin to walk in our calling. They know us mm-hmm. as the, the they know us before we got saved. They knew us when mm-hmm. we were the problem. They knew us when yeah. we were the the weak link in the chain. And so now that we're changing, you know, it hits their natural. Uh, thought and, and their natural reasoning and so the first thing they think is there's something wrong with us we've lost it you know mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. that's the problem you know they unless they get born again unless they get saved it's hard for them to relate to us uh, being that new creation because they're familiar mm-hmm. with us in the old flesh amen? right 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 mm-hmm. amen amen and, and you know, um, you hit something there, um, and, and let's back up here in, in verse 2. And, and when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. Now, they're speaking of Jesus now. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, where did this man get these things, and what wisdom is this which is given to him that such mighty works are performed by his hand? Now, look at verse 3. Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James, uh, Jose? I'm sorry, I forgot that the first time. Judas and Simeon are not his sisters here with us? So they were offended at him. And I never really seen that this till you know, we just read it, how that place when you operate, allow that, that familiarity spirit to work in you. 
You get offended. You get offended by, essentially, it was church. It was church that that they got offended by. Isn't that amazing? That they could hear the word of God and were astonished. So that means they, they heard things that they've never heard before, but yet they got offended. Now, how does that work today in, in, in the body of Christ? Because you, you, you've been a pastor for quite a long time. Let me hear your take on that, how that spirit of familiarity works within the church. Amen. Well, brother, I'm here. Can, um, the, the, we have to look at this. This is something that was new. We, they had not experienced anything to this degree before. Uh, so we can we can understand that they may have had a problem with it. Amen. It was it. They couldn't wrap their mindset around it. Uh, so we can understand that they had a had had a problem possibly. Uh, with relating to what was taking place, even though they knew the scriptures, even though they had Bible teachers and scholars, they still were not prepared for it because in their mindset, the Christ would come a different way. In their mindset, uh, you know, they, it, it was, it was therefore not acceptable that this, this man could have even been the son of God. So now you're telling me that we grew up with you, we know your family, uh, and, and, and now we have to relate to you as the son of God, the Christ? You know, can you, can you imagine that? That would be like me saying, you coming to me saying you, you're the Christ. <laughs> I would be like, yeah, yeah right. Wow. You my baby brother. You better get away from me. You <laughs> Amen. Amen. Because, Amen. I, I mean, in my mind, in my natural thinking, I know you. I knew when you were a baby. I watched you grow up. And I know that I know that you're not the Christ. And I, I'm sure that's how they felt. That's how, I mean, it would be the same if I told you I was the Christ. You would you would do the same thing because we're mm-hmm. so locked into our natural reasoning and way of thinking. And, you know, even, I mean, brother, look at us now. Even though we're saved. Even though we are mm-hmm. saved, sometimes when people come to us giving us the word of the Lord or operating in a gift that we're not familiar with, we have a problem with it. You know, we don't, we don't submit. And, I mean, I'm guilty of it. You know, I, there's sometimes, especially if I'm not submitting my heart to God saying, God, is this you? God, is this the way you're mm-hmm. coming? God, is, are you saying this? If I touch it with my natural mind, I automatically assume uh, that's not God. And I don't receive it. I mean, because we're still in the flesh. Amen? We're of the spirit, but we're in the flesh. So we're constantly battling with that. Right. I hope I know what you asked. But, you know, that's just my personal take on it, you know. Amen. No, that's, that's good, you know, because, see, what I've seen, too, especially when it comes to this portion of Scripture, you know, that people that get offended real easy with wise counsel, um, just like you said, is people that don't meet your religious expectations. And then you look to find fault in every and anything that they do. 
You put them under this religious magnifying glass that you can pick apart every and anything to do because, see, what, what, and we're going to touch this, and you're going to hear me say this several times during this program, is that when that spirit of familiarity is operating in your life, you'll never experience the fresh manna that comes from heaven. It's impossible because you're so stuck on what your boundaries have been made. You don't allow God to make the boundaries. You've made them. So when that boundary gets broke, see, we're made to have boundaries, but those boundaries are supposed to come from in the word of God, not under your own conception or your head. But God is supposed to develop those boundaries. But see, when you people don't fit within that boundaries or they come to break those boundaries and you're operating in that spirit, then you do get offended with wise counsel. You do get offended with great teaching. You don't look at people like that. And, you know, see, the thing about it was, you know, when he was sitting, when he was sitting in the synagogue preaching and teaching, these were the same people that seen him start teaching at 12 years old when he was just a young child. Nothing really changed. Nothing, just time had went on. But in that operating in that spirit of familiarity from being complacent, for so long They couldn't accept it They couldn't receive it So back to what my original statement was In the beginning of the program If you, the, you You've allowed yourself to be shackled And chained And you'll never reach the spiritual realm Operating Or have this operating in your life Amen See because um, People operating in the spirit of familiarity they really, in essence, it comes um, the 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 in essence the root cause of it is pride. Is pride, and the thing about it is that spirit it bleeds contempt and makes you lose respect for those around you, even the leadership you may be under. Because you know the thing about it is And you can't have A relationship When that is active in your life Spiritual or otherwise Because you're constantly Constantly out there Railing and complaining And nothing meets your expectations Nothing is ever good enough Nothing is ever set forth It's because that spirit of familiarity Is a demonic Operating spirit And we're going to touch on that uh, As we go on a little deeper See because You know the thing about the spirit Of familiarity is It's it's been plaguing the body of Christ And the believers far too long And now it's time To call it out To speak up To uproot it To cast it out That the body of Christ be healthy And whole one more time Amen Amen was there anything you needed to add since before I went move forward? Not at this time. Okay. All right. Let's go. Second uh, Samuel six and twenty three. Amen. Second Samuel six and twenty three. 
Uh, so if you got your Bibles, you can turn in. Did you make it there before I did, sis? Second Samuel? No, I didn't. Six. Okay. Second Samuel. Hey, Amen. Hang be patient with the Samuel. I had a bookmark here, but my bookmark must have came out. Amen. But we've been talking about complacency. We've been talking about the spirit of familiarity. The things that are plaguing the body, the things that's detrimental to the body. And we need to uproot these things and make sure the body of Christ is whole. Amen. So I'm in Second Samuel chapter 6. Verse 20 through 23. And I want to just show you something real quick here. And I'm, then again, I'm reading out of the New King James. Then David returned to bless his household. And Michal, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, How glorious was the king of Israel today, uncovering himself today in the eyes of the maids of his servants and the ones of the base fellow shamelessly uncovers himself. So David said to Michal, it, it was better the Lord who chose me instead of your father and all of his house to appoint me ruler over all the people of the Lord, over Israel. Therefore, I will play music before the Lord, and I will, and I will be even more undignified than this, and I will be humble in his own sight. But as for the maidservants of whom you have spoken, by them I will be held in honor. Therefore, Michal, the daughter of Saul, had no children to the day unto her death. The thing that I want to bring out here, family, that we have to be careful and we have to make sure that especially when um, the spirit of familiarity is operating in marriage, that it be uprooted by, you know, you have to recognize and call it out. See, because between husband and wife, you know, and the Lord ministered that to me this morning, that, you know, we are to, I'm supposed to compliment my wife, and my wife's supposed to compliment me. In terms, what am I saying? Am I perfect? No. Is she perfect? No. But what it is, is when God gives us a help me or a mate, we are to compliment each other. But the minute that that, that spirit comes through the door through complacency and starts to set in, and operating in your life with familiarity, it'll make you lose respect for that other, for the, your husband or your wife. And what it does is it causes severance. It causes to make disunity. See, there's power in unity. We said that the last few weeks. There's power in unity. And that's why when you make a covenant with your husband, when you make a covenant with your wife, the two shall become as one, unified. But see, that spirit of familiarity looks to operate and, and sever that union, that coming together. That's why the divorce rate is as high as it is within the body of Christ. I'm not talking about in the world. I'm talking about in the body of Christ. Is because that spirit of familiarity looks to come in to, to, to divide, to cut loose what God is trying to put together. 
See, and the thing is that if we don't check that at the door, if we don't check that in our hearts at the door, we'll find ourselves following down that same path. See, because David's wife, Michal, she had no children at all the rest of her life because there were some things that she was operating in that familiarity she was operating in that didn't allow her to respect David as her husband. Now, am I, what am I saying? I'm saying this. There's, there's an opportunity for each and every one of us to come to the altar today, right now, to, to check if we've allowed that familiarity to come into our heart and to operate. Am I saying something bad going to happen to you if you here or there? No, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is this is an opportunity to get it right, to get better, to get better. We just go to the Word of God and we look at Scripture for our edification. See, because Mikael didn't have Christ. She didn't have no atonement for her sin at the time. We do, family. We've been given break after break after break after break. And now it's time to really come to grips with where you are in this word that we're speaking today. Check yourself. Check your heart. Check it to make sure that you're not operating or allow this, this, this uh, familiarity to be embedded in your soul. Amen. Did you have anything you want to add, sis? Uh, you know, brother, in that situation, we, let's remember that God had already rejected Saul as king. So God had promised uh, that part of what Michal's uh, attitude uh, was because of what had already been pronounced by God. And so uh, she couldn't see. She was locked in, in that, you know, in that place of darkness mm-hmm. because the sins, mm-hmm. the sins of her father, basically. But the one thing I want to say about the complacency is that it will totally lock you out of the move of God. Where God is moving, it prevents you from, uh, it, it, prevent, it will prevent you uh, from uh, partaking of it. Amen? Because Amen. your mind can only wrap around what you know, what you're used to. And, and therefore, when God mm-hmm. is doing a, take for example, right now. With the move of mm-hmm. God, because where we are uh, uh, in the world, as far as the pandemic is concerned, God has to do a new thing to bring us up out of this, right? So if we go mm-hmm. to the church now doing the same old thing, praying the same old right. way, <laughs> then, I mean, my guess would be that that would not have enough power to get us a breakthrough. Amen? So Amen. my thing is this, that if we, if, when we get to that point, that we are serious about seeking God for the remedy for where we are, that that will take on a, a whole new and different way of, of praying and seeking and crying out to the Lord. Amen? Amen. But if you're stuck in that place of complacency, it, which is nothing but plain old religion, brother, that form of godliness right. that denies the power of God, the form of godliness that denies the power of God, a form of godliness, but it denies the power of God. Amen? And see, right Amen. now where we are, 
we can't, we can't, we're wasting time uh, by thinking that we have a hold to it because I guarantee you we don't. Amen. And, 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 and perhaps mm-hmm. God is waiting for us to come back to him and repent for Amen. rebellion, repent for complacency, repent for religion. Amen. And then seek his face until he is found. Amen. But how can Amen. you seek his face until he's found if you think you already know it? That's right. Good Amen. Point. How can you humble Amen. yourself? How can you even repent if you don't even understand what the sin is? Amen. Right. Amen. So if, if 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 we need to get in right standing with God, then repentance urges us to the throne room. But if you're in that place of complacency, how can you repent? Because you don't have to see the sin. Mm. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Awesome. You know that man, that's that's powerful, sis. That's that's right on point. Amen. You know, family, we, 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 we've been covering this thing and this is not I think one of them, you know, I'm waiting to hear the, the hallelujahs and the shouts. This is tough. Because when you go down lessons like this, you're trudging through some stuff that's really, really, really tough. And, you know, we're just um, going to keep going and hammering in at it. But we gave you a lot, lot to chew on right now. We have given you a lot. So right now we're going we're gonna to take a, take a short break. We don't want you to move. We want you to stay right there. And we're going to come back and we're going to hit this thing harder, hard again because I think that there's somebody somewhere that needs to hear this today. Um, that needs a breakthrough, that that needs to know what their calling is and know where they're at, that, that may be stuck and don't know how to get out. So stay right where you are. Don't move a muscle. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Amen? You're listening to Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer right now on, on TPP Radio. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio, the station for inspiration.
You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. In the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! You're listening to Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer. Right now on KPV Radio. It is now time for Brother Don Presents and Pastor Gene Homer. Um, and how detrimental it is to the body of Christ. 
But I'm excited you're over there. You guys are together, uh, you know, having a, a quote-unquote reunion without me, but that's okay. I'll be all right. <laughs> Amen. 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 So yeah, you are. You know, it's really exciting to hear you on the radio here. It's really exciting that that everybody could take part today. Was there anything you wanted to share or add, testimony-wise? No, not not at this time. I just say I'm thankful for everything the Lord is doing and how He's moving in our lives. Amen, amen, amen. Um, who else is out there with you? Sharon, Jackie. Just a- so I think Sharon can chime in right now. Okay. Hello? Hello, can y'all hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Hey, hon, how are you? Good, good, good. Glad you could, uh, you're over there and you could be a part of this today. Yes, just a blessing. It was a blessed day. Amen. Is there anything that you'd like to share, testimony or anything while you got you on the air? I'd just like to thank God that we all are able to come together and, uh, Spend time with each other out here today has truly been a blessing, a blessing to me. For us all to be able to spend a day together out here today. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. Where is Alaska, Michigan? Um, out in what? Whitneyville, Whitneyville, Jackie? Whitneyville, straight out um, here. It's near Ada. Is it Ada? Oh, okay. Alto, Alto, Michigan, Alto, Michigan, Alto, I'm sorry, not Ada, Alto. Oh. Yeah, so it's Alto. It's just straight out, straight out 68th Street. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't remember that. I don't recall that one. Yeah, this is my first time being here uh, today. I haven't, we haven't been here before. Jackie come all the time, so this is the first time for the rest of us being out here. Well, praise God. Praise God. Well, I'm glad you guys, uh, uh, glad you guys are out there. Amen. Amen. And then we have your, your, uh, big sister, Jackie. Is she your big sister or baby sister, Donnie? I, I, I forget where you are in this whole equation. I'm in the middle. <laughs> I'm right in the middle. She's older. She's one of the three older ones. I like you. Uh, well, good to have you on Brother Tom. Right, right. But, uh, um, just remember, you there? Yeah, the guy has to unmute. I think he has to unmute me. Okay, I think. The guy no, has I can hear you. Okay. I can. Oh, okay. I can hear okay. you. Yes. Okay. I. 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 Okay. 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 Okay
and all my children, my nieces and nephews. Um, it is it's awesome and I am it's it's a it's a blessing and it's you know, it's almost bringing me to tears because um it's been a long time since we've got just gotten together and just got out and enjoyed mm-hmm. each other and, and fellowshipping mm-hmm. and my brother in law is here just enjoying himself. Um and it is just awesome and I'm just so my heart is just so filled with joy because it's you know, God is good. And we never know how long we actually we have here, but it's always good to enjoy your family. Like the, there was a song that says, "Give them their flowers while they're here." That doesn't mean just give them give them actual flowers. What the flower, what what it means is that you give them your time. You show them that you love them at all times. So it's great Amen. when you can get with get together with your family and and show some love. Let everybody know, hey, I do love you. And and we still here, even though we may not see each other for some from some time, but um, I still love you, and we still here. So um, thank you for having us on, because I'm a little long winded. I better I better pass, hand it back over to you, because I could talk all day. <laughs> God bless mm-hmm. you, and thank you. We love you. We wish you were here. Amen. Maybe we'll Facetime you when you get done. <laughs> Amen. Love you guys too. You know, family. You know this. Um, you know, the Holy Spirit is just really ministering to me right now. And, you know, I, I had a whole different direction I wanted to go, but I'm going to stop and park right here for a minute because I want to show you something, family. The thing about this is, and, and, and at first I didn't know, I knew uh, Pastor Jean, she had uh, explained to me she was going over there today. She's about an hour and 40 minutes, hour and 50 minutes from where they're located. And um, we're all brothers and sisters, you know, we, we we share the same father. And I was just really listening to them where they were at. And just let me give you a backdrop on the blessing that it is, you know, because a lot of people, you know, you may have heard, you know, why is it such a blessing? You know, they're, they're related. But let me show you how complacency and familiarity works. You know, within that, our family, there's seven of us. And I'm the only boy out of seven kids. So I got three older sisters. Three younger sisters. But when you operate in that place of complacency, it'll look to begin to destroy relationships. See, because you don't you don't necessarily look at the people that are around you in an eyes that would make things indicative to make a healthy relationship. See, because in order for us to get to another level in Christ. We must first realize that we can't get angry with the people, but get angry with the problem. Whatever it is that's coming between you, don't get angry at the people. Get angry at the problem. And, you know, I'm just being a little transparent here, and I hope they don't mind. You know, for so many years, so many years, it it was years have gone by, you know, and what they're doing today 
is a, is a gathering from many, many years. And I think the last time that they all were together is when our father had passed away back in 1998. And that lets you know, family, that complacency will look to take root and hold, and it destroys relationships. It destroys how you relate with people in this relationship. It closes you off. See, the thing about it that you always remember, first natural, then spiritual. How you relate to others is exactly how you're going to relate to Christ. Oh, you don't believe me? Oh, okay. Well, when Jesus said, look, I give you these two commandments. Love thy God with all thy heart, thy might, and thy soul. And what else did he say? Love thy brother as thy love thyself. And so you get in that place you know, of complacency, you know, and you allow that you know, complacency to Go ahead. I wanted to just share too, if the audience that because I don't believe the audience is aware uh, that this is really a move of God that that we are all together because we all we we share the same father but different mother. Amen. And because of uh, the relationships that we all had with our father, we never had a real relationship that it is really God bringing our relationships together, just as, as he brought mm-hmm. you and I together last year, because we didn't mm-hmm. we didn't uh, have the same mother. And, you know, and then uh, I mean, and it is truly God moving. My sister just told just came to me and said, I thought he was going to tell his story. And I said, I'm going to tell it. So she was like, oh, my God. But this is how the enemy separated our family. And and, and, and I want to share this because this is what the, the spirit of complacency does. It brings mm-hmm. strife and contention and separation, amen, because you amen. go by what somebody else said. You know, if my mom mm-hmm. had a problem with my father, then it kept me from enjoying my brothers and sisters, amen, because mm-hmm. I went along yeah. with, with what was familiar, amen? Right. And right. so, right. Right. and that's, we fell into that. We fell into that for 20 years, amen? Right. Right. Or because my father had a problem, and so we all submitted to his attitude. You understand? Mm-hmm. Because we did not want mm-hmm. to be a, we didn't want to upset him, uh, because mm-hmm. he could have a, te- a temper. Amen. And 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 this for the last two weeks, my sister Sheree and I have been talking almost every day. And you have to understand, mm-hmm. oh. for probably fifteen years. 15 years and found out we have Mm -hmm. so much in common. And, you know, the one thing she was so transparent, she said to me, I've been mad at you ever since daddy died (laughs) because of something Mm -hmm. you said at a funeral. And I said, what did I say? I don't even go along with that and how it separates and so and then when we brought the thing back around brother you know what she couldn't even she said you know what it wasn't anything you said it was just me and my attitude it separated us mm. from a relationship all those years and can you all hear me brother I'm hearing a lot of beeping can you understand me you're breaking up a little bit it's getting a little okay. choppy. I don't know where you're at, but it's getting a little okay. choppy. Okay, I'm uh, 
And uh, But, you know, now we're finding out that even though we had different mothers, there's a call of God within each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. A call of God Amen. within each and every one of us. And here we were separated and divided, divided by choice because of familiarity, because our mothers didn't like this mother, or our father mm-hmm. kept us separated because of his own agenda. But what right. about the, the what about the call of God? What about the will mm-hmm. of God? What if God wanted us to even work together in ministry, but because of all of those attitudes that we inherited from our father, we weren't able mm-hmm. to come together to do the will of God. Now that's a sad state, isn't it? Amen. 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 Mm. Wow. Yeah, family, that's uh you know, and that's when you hear him say that that they they were blessed and that's the reason why, because you know, we were at one time majority of us was all less than two hours away, but it it was twenty years before we even seen each other, said into each other, because, you know, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, family, so listen closely. You can write this down. You can go back and on the website, TPB Radio Network, and, and, and uh, listen to this again. But let me read this to you. This was a statement that the Lord gave me that, that was, I think, so profound, and it says a lot. Familiarity leads to the redundance that breeds a resilience on performance. I'm going to read that one more time. Familiarity leads to a redundance that breeds a reliance on performance. This in turn leads to a cycle way of independent religious excellence. If the heart of religion is lifelessness, then the lifeblood or the blood that is in that lifelessness is familiarity. Familiarity causes us to look backwards at what worked in the past to try to either copy it and recreate it or resurrect it to kill it again. And that is what keeps us from receiving the new things of Christ that are happening every day. We wake up each and every morning knowing that his mercy and his uh, grace and mercy is new every day, but familiarity looks to stifle that that you can try to operate in what used to work for you, that you used to could try to create it without receiving the newness things of Christ. And that is the issue. And then you're going to stay stuck because the kingdom of God is always advancing into a new thing. Mm. Now that's powerful. And I want to just take a minute and just meditate on that. I'm, I want you to just listen. Based on what I said about familiarity, listen to this statement. Because the kingdom of God is always advancing into a new thing. Mm. So guess what, family? With that being said, everything new from God is unfamiliar, simply because we've never seen it before. So if you're stuck in wanting the familiar, God can't bring you the newness because the newness is going to be unfamiliar. Now, here's the key. Listen to this close. When you act in faith with spiritual discernment, that is what overcomes familiarity. 
So what's the key? We've been talking about this thing. We've been we've 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 been going through this thing. It's just like what my sister did today. You know, they got together. They called each other. They were about an hour or so away. Let's get together. Now she left where she was and went to the my other sister's in space. Now all of this, just what you heard her testify, all of that stuff has been broken. Now you see how complacency and familiarity strains relationships. You see how it looks to make this unity in relationships. We're, we're talking about siblings, but I'm talking about marriages. You, you see how that would look to kind of look to dissimulate everything that 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 that's built up in the marriage through complacency and familiarity. You see how that happens. And the way to overcome is you have to act in faith with spiritual discernment that overcomes familiarity. Now, I know, sis, you're probably out and about. You, you don't probably didn't bring your passion translation with you, did you, by any chance? Uh, I, I can see what I can do. Second <laughs> Corinthians three seventeen and 18. I didn't. I read it out of the New King James, and I meant to read it out of the. Uh, well, I know. I know what it is in the King James, and, and, and I read it in the New King James, but I didn't read it in the Passion Translation. Do you have it handy, or I can read it out of the New King James? Amen. I'll go ahead and read it. We're going to be in Second Corinthians chapter 3. I don't three. know if I'll be able to do it, brother. If I can, I'll come in later with it. Okay. All right. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 3, 17 and 18. Now, the Spirit is the... Now, I'm sorry. Now, the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord and becoming transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Was there anything you wanted to add on that, sis? Can you hear me, Pastor Jean? Yes, I was trying to get the uh, Passion Translation. I have it now. So you want a Second okay. Corinthians, brother? Second Corinthians 3, chapter 3, 17 and 18, verses 17 and You got it ready, Pastor? Yeah, I have it here. Hold on. I'm having a problem, brother. We can go on. Okay, amen. Now, see, the thing that I want you to 
to to get family is this God placed in our soul the to be steadfast. God placed in our soul to be steadfast. Not and there's a difference between being familiar and steadfast. And I want to read the definition of steadfast. And I think this is important. It says, resolutely or dutiful, firm, and unwavering. That means the things that you believe in, you hold on to, they, they're un, unwavering. You hold on to it. That means it's sure, dependable, reliable, constant. Um, you know, I could just go on and on in terms of, of definition because, see, the thing is, a lot of people, and we talked about this a while ago about tradition and the dangers of some some tradition is uh, because they harbor on the familiarity where you want to recreate something that is dead or not working anymore. You want to resurrect it. See, steadfast is different because when you're steadfast, you can receive newness. See, because then you're connected to the source, which is the truth, which is God. So as long as you stay connected, it's okay to be steadfast. But when that spirit of familiarity starts working in your life, it disconnects you from that, and you cannot receive. It's just like with any, for all my electricians out there, if you got a complete circuit, one little break in that circuit stops everything. The connectivity is lost. So whatever's on the other, other end that needed that connectivity to work properly is now there's a breach, there's broken, there's no connectivity, so it shuts off or does not work. Same goes for you, family. And that's what familiarity looks to do. It looks to sever that circuit, that complete circuit, that you cannot receive anything from heaven. And that is the danger part about it, because there's newness going on each and every day. See, and I can say that with all assurance, and I can say that here, uh, um, I can say that here is because, you know, when the Word of God written, you know, they didn't have cars and and planes and things like that, but everything that is in that word can equate to what we have right now. That's the newness that's there right now. It may not seem like um, the newness that you're looking for, but there's newness happening in you today. I know because you never lived July 20, what is it, the 27th before in your life. And God bless you, you'll live to see the 28th. If you get up on the 26th, whatever's going on the 28th, it'd be just like this. You can't read last week's newspaper for next week and expect to receive what you need to receive. It's impossible. That's what familiarity is. It gets you stuck reading last week's newspaper for next week and trying to receive something new. And trying to receive something new. Amen. Um, Pastor Gene, I, you just said you got the, uh, the scripture, 2 Corinthians 3, 17 and 18. Am I correct? Yes. Okay, yes. go ahead if you don't mind. I'd love to hear. Okay, if I if it's okay, I'd like to start at 15 so we get a better picture. Sure. Okay, it says, so until now, whenever the Old Testament is being read, 
the same blinding comes over their hearts. But the moment one turns to the Lord with an open heart, the veil is lifted and they see. Now, the Lord I'm referring to is the Holy Spirit. And wherever he is Lord, there is freedom. Verse 18 Mm. says, we can all draw close to him with the veil removed from our faces. And with no veil, we all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. We're being transfigured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this Mm. glorious transfiguration comes from God, who is the Spirit. Mm. Hallelujah. That's good. That is good. Amen. You know, family, this is, this is serious stuff here, you know, and, and, and we're just not here for the sake of being here. This is serious stuff because these are strategies of the enemy. See, and, you know, the ungodly stuff that wars against our soul looks to draw us away from what is important in the kingdom of God, you know, because the a primary tool of the devil is to use that spirit of familiarity in your life. And this thing is so important. There's such an important in the strategy that he tried to devise that there's demons assigned specifically to introduce or to deal with familiarity towards humanity. Now, I want to turn here real quick to Leviticus chapter 19. Praise God. I turned right there. Just one slip. Hallelujah. And I'm reading out of New King James. Give no regard to mediums and familiar spirits. Do not seek after them to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. Now, you know, family, and I'm not picking on you, and I'm not, I'm not really, uh, um, how can I say it, trying to crunch on your toes too bad, but I am going to speak the truth. Keep playing with horoscopes. Keep logging into these Facebook algorithms and Instagram algorithms and all of that stuff, and it, it, it's not nice. These are the things that we're warned against. Why do you have to have someone else tell you what your outcome is going to be other than the Word of God? Why do you have to have somebody to identify your personality and your character other than what the Word of God says? I know, Pastor Chris, I'm going to get you in a lot of trouble today, but thank God for TPV because I'm going to say it here today, that we have to protect ourselves at all times. See, now this is the point. God is moving us from what we know into what we don't know by faith. But if we get stuck in what we know, we may become unable to gain anything new or unknown. And I want to say that one more time. The point I'm trying to make, God is moving us from what we know into what we don't know by faith. If we get stuck in what we know, we become unable to gain anything new or unknown. And this is exactly what I was saying, family. You, If you get caught trying to read last week's news for today, 
you are stuck. And you know, sis, you talked about this all the time, but I never seen it until this revelation came about what you know, trying to apply it spiritually rather than trying to apply what faith you have to what you don't know. Can you touch on that a minute? Amen. I'm here. You got to help me with that one. I'm sorry. It's a lot of distractions. Say it again. Um, the, the statement is God is moving us from what we know into what we don't know by faith. If we get stuck at what we know, we become unable to gain anything new or unknown. And what I was saying was you have been saying this all the time, not maybe in that manner, but you were saying that we can't apply what we know to that spiritual, we have to apply by faith to the things what we don't know. Amen. I mean, I, and you know, this is, if, if I can expound on it uh, in, from a different perspective, the thing that God was speaking to me a week ago is that the answer to the problem can only be found in him. But if we approach him, with what we think we already know, we disqualify ourselves from hearing what he's really saying for the for the now, you know, for the present or in order to get us from the, from the situation that we find ourselves in and take us on into the new thing, the fresh thing, the thing that, that God is leading the true people of God into. Amen? And I think the example I used is that if I approach God in prayer, for the solution, thinking I already know even how to approach him, amen. If I if if, if I think well, I can, I know how to pray. I can just approach God and pray, and God's going to answer me and give me the remedy or the solution for the situation that's going on now. That's a religious attitude. Therefore, you mm-hmm. bring forth a religious prayer, amen. But but if amen. your heart is sensitive to the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord might say, you need to repent for complacency. You need to repent Mm -hmm. for the religion so that you can then hear my voice. Amen? Because when we pray with a made-up mind, most of the time we get the answer that we think. Amen? We we already think we know what God is going to say. We already think we know how God wants to do it. And it's all mm-hmm. formulated in our own natural thinking and our own natural ability. And then when we implement it and nothing happens, then it hits our pride because it originated from our pride and our self-sufficiency. Amen. 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 So, but so we're, we're, we think we're, we're entering into something new, but actually, brother, the only thing we've done is resurrected the old that by now stinketh, as the Bible says. Mm-hmm. So, Amen. Man, it's so, so it, because it's going through the same old motions, expecting something new to happen. And you know, wow. only a fool will do that. Something they that has that been proven. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They call that insanity, trying to do the same Amen. thing, expecting different Amen. results. Amen. And so we know Amen. that naturally. We know that naturally is true. So why would we try mm-hmm. to approach God that way? Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. You know, family, see, man, this is this is so awesome. See, the new things of God always flies in the face of familiarity. See, God does this a lot for many reasons, mainly to see how we respect what he brings to us. Are you going to receive it by what you know or by what you believe? What you know comes from a what you believe comes from faith. And I'm going to read Jeremiah chapter 11 and verse 20. It says, But, O Lord of hosts, you who judge righteously, testing the mind and the heart, let me see your vengeance on them, for you I have revealed my cause. It's not always what you know. It's what you believe that comes from faith that's going to break those chains of familiarity in your life that you not get stuck. Amen. Pastor Chris, you out there? I'm gonna, I just wanted to see if you had anything you wanted to chime in on this, and you can give us our our plugs for uh, TPV Ministries and the, and the um, ministry that's going forward. So if you're listening, you're there, you now have the floor, sir. Yes, sir. God bless you. Uh, God bless what, what you, you radio family. Oh, we almost Thank done. you for putting on Yeah, because they're having a party over there. It's a family reunion. Who we do. <laughs> 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 oh man. Amen. That's awesome. Amen. That's awesome to hear when you're able to have family come yeah. together. That's awesome. Um, cause, yeah, you know, man. we we've been on <clears throat> excuse me, we've been on this vein of complacency uh for a while and you know, it, it's coinciding with just about what uh most of our shows are talking about, but you know, the the main the main focus at this point is to look at yourself and like Brother Don said earlier on in the show, you gotta seek God for Don't take our word for it. Read the word for yourself. And if you find that there is something that you might you know, that you've received uh, confirmation from or even enlightenment from from the scripture, let us know. Uh give us send us a shout out on email. Uh, the Samus Voice at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on our uh, website, www.ppvradionetwork.com. Uh, you can also uh, download the live five app, which is totally free, uh, on your Apple or Android store. So you can download that, type in the Samus Voice Radio Network. It is absolutely free once I set, once again. Uh, you'll see a little uh, icon that will pop up when you download it for subscription. You don't have to take it. Don't panic. All you have to do is just click the X button on the upper left-hand side of the screen, and you are in there. Hit the heart button and take us everywhere with you. And you could even be playing right at the family reunion that Brother Don and Pastor Gene is is, uh, Brother Don. Back at home, where Pastor yeah, Gene I'm not sunbathing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pastor Gene out there sunbathing and surfing over there in uh, Alaska. Fish. I never heard of that either. But <laughs> let me stop. Was she get 
Anyway, tune in tomorrow at 2 p.m. for another exciting episode of the Psalmist Voice Presents. It'll be myself and the familiar breaking down the word like we always do. Uh, this is actually uh, one of the uh, co-veins of the subject we're talking about, which is depression, or in scripture it's called uh, heaviness. So we will definitely tackle that tomorrow at 2 p.m. So join myself and the familiar at 2 p.m. And also we have Cell Life with uh, Michael Savalos at 4.30 p.m. Central Standard Time uh, right here on the Samus Voice Radio Network. Also, again, I know Brother Don announced it, but voting is still open. Go to the spinawards.com and you'll see a listing of different categories of different shows. You can look us up on four of those categories. Uh, the Psalmist Voice Reloaded show, which is surprising, but to God be the glory, just saying, because uh, that show in itself is the most controversial show uh, in uh, Christian radio. But anyway, <laughs> and uh, and uh, also the Psalmist Voice Reloaded, I mean, the Psalmist Voice Radio Network has also uh, been nominated. Also, myself, I've been nominated. Uh, and, uh, it's an extreme honor. It's be a part of the stellar and now the spins just being nominated, just being considered for us is a win-win. We are definitely humbled whether we win or not. We are just humbled for the fact that uh, the Samus Voice Radio Network is making a blip on the map. Just saying. Anyway, so I think I'm done with all my plugs, Brother Don. So that's to you. Um, I hope I didn't get you in too much trouble with that statement I made, but, you know, hey, like you say, don't get mad at us. Get mad at the Holy Spirit because he's the one that drives you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We know. We say it from the Don, and we have uh, uh, bell money from heaven, so we're good. You know, the, the, the spirit of the Pharisees and Sadducees is running crazy right now and nobody will be the true word of the Lord is corrective criticism. That's what he does. Yeah. Y'all y'all yeah. what that word means secular world. Constructive criticism. So if you can take it from your boss, why can't you take it from a man or woman of God? Uh oh. I digress. See you, you ain't gonna get me to talk about God. I'm gonna say we both might need to get bailed out. <laughs> I, I forgot one. I forgot one more thing. I, I did forget one more thing, fam. Tomorrow, tomorrow morning at 11 a.m., I will be on a Facebook Live interview with the Word Matician. We had to cancel yesterday because schedules got conflicted and things like that for her to be on our platform. But I will be on her platform for real this Sunday. At 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on Facebook Live, so you don't want to miss it. Excited, the radio station out here uh, in Houston, Texas, uh, the the amazing 102.5 FM, the Word Matician Inspirational Sunday. She does that every every Sunday at 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Uh, in Houston, Texas, 102.5 FM. So, okay, I'm done for real this time. 
So I'll see y'all in the morning. God bless you. Amen. Ah. Amen. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow and catch that. You know, uh, it's just some amazing things going on, family. And I just can't, you know, and I say that because I'm so humble to be a part of this movement history, just to see what God has is done within the vision of uh, TPV Ministries, you know, because, like, when I was introduced to Pastor Chris and First Lady Nisi, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't nowhere near to the level of what God has brought it now. So when you watch something truly grow out of the heart of God, when you watch things that really you know only heaven had a part to do with, it's really humbling. It really is, family, to see that, you know. This is stuff that, that that you see that, you know, a lot of times you only hear about. But to actually witness the move of God in someone else's life and within the ministry, to me, is just really amazing. And I'm just humbled to be a part of it um, in this season of my life and in history. So this has really blessed me, PPV Ministries, to see all this, this is going on and being done. Amen. Well, Pastor Gene, we we slowly running. The clock is tick-tocking. We're, we're, we're almost to the end. Was there anything you wanted to add or anybody up there in Michigan wanted to add? I haven't heard from my brother Michael in a while. Does anybody want anything to add before we get out of here? No, we're all good. Okay. All right. Well, amen. Y'all enjoy yourselves. And hopefully, uh, Hopefully I can get up there before too long and share some of that with you. But, family, I want to encourage you once again um, to go back out to the website, TPV uh, Network, and listen to some of the archives. Listen to some of the lessons and the teachings that have gone forth. Not just me, not just Brother Don, but from the whole ministry team. There's such an awesome anointing in the ministry that's bringing forth the, the word, you know, and the amazing thing is um, we be piggybacking off each other and don't even realize it till we get started ministering, you know, <laughs> and that's the beauty of it. That's how the Lord works. That's how the Lord works. When he gets people that are diligently tapping into the heart of God, sitting at the throne room door, listening for the word that's in the earth, you know, we find ourselves often, we, you know, um, just piggybacking off each other and, and, and really complimenting each other. And I had an opportunity to meet and, and, and co-labor with uh, Pastor Sago, awesome man of God. You know, even him, you know, we all tuned in and hitting in that vein that, that, that the Lord has for the earth today. So I encourage you strongly to go back and, and listen to him. It's not just... Uh, Go to Glide 365. I know Pastor Chris loops a lot of the teachings in there, so you'll be able to catch them in there, and along with your great music, um, you know, on your, your your phone or your tablet or whatever you're listening to, it's good. So, well, family, I just thank you. I thank you for coming in. I thank you for tuning in today, allowing us to be there with you today as we went before the Lord to minister the Word of God. But I don't want to just end it today. I want to end it with a prayer because I think this is necessary that um, that we end this with a prayer today because there's a lot of stuff that went forth. And if you let it just simmer and soak within you, there's a breaking that's going to take place. There's a shifting that's going to take place. 
and just receive what we have here today. Amen. Father, I just want to thank you for this time and opportunity here at TPV Ministries that you've allowed us to come on and minister this word about familiarity that comes out of a place of complacency, Lord. And we just ask, according to the scripture and the word that went forth today, that you start a breaking on your people that have listened today, that you start a breaking in the chains and the bondages and the fetters that they have against them, Lord, that you continually to minister to them that they can arise out of that place where they've been stuck for years. Let them not be like the Israelites in the desert, Lord. They took a 30-day journey that turned into 40 years because of complacency and familiarity where they were unwilling to change and receive the newness that you have set before them. But I ask, Holy Spirit, that right now where I'm at, that you can visit everyone that's under the sound of my voice and listening to them to start breaking these things in their life. Show them the newness. Show them the glory that they can see and receive this day. For, Father, we thank you and we praise you continually for all the things that you have done and will do in our lives. And we act on faith, according to Hebrews 11.1, that we can obtain the glory that you have set before us. For I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to be used. I thank you for this opportunity to be set before your people. And I'm just asking, Lord, you would please with the word that you heard today, Lord. And we just ask you to continue to, to uplift and critique us in these times, Lord. And I just want to say a special prayer to all those out there that may have been affected by the current pandemic, Lord, that you'll continue to Show them not to give into a spirit of fear, Lord, but they have a spirit of peace, love, and a sound mind. Despite what the world says, despite what it looks outside their window, you have their best interest in mind. You tell us this in Jeremiah that you know the plans for us, and they are good. For, Father, we just thank you and praise you this day, and we shall give you, continue to give you all the glory and honor forever and ever more. Amen. Well, God bless you, family, and I thank you for tuning in, and I just can't tell you enough. Go out and vote. www.spinawards.com The Psalmist Voice. Um, Click on the categories. You'll see the Psalmist Voice Network, the Psalmist Voice Reloaded or Presents. I can't remember which one it is, but go out and click on all of them and vote. August the 3rd is the last day to vote, and we need your help, family. We just need your help in showing them what what, 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 what God can do um, with David-like radio station against the Goliaths that are out there. So you can be our five smooth stones. Five smooth stones. I got it right. I was a little tongue-tied there. And show them what God can do um, when he's got a hold of it. So God bless you. I thank you, family. We are about out of time. Remember, we're here every Saturday, 4 p.m. Central. Brother Don presents with Pastor Gene Homer. And I tell you, family, you better get ready because um, I see this last half of the year shaping up with new ministries and new ministers and the ministry exploding. So you want to get, get get your seat, get your spot. Get ready because it's going to happen. Amen. Well, God bless you, family. I love you. I thank you for 
choosing every day, as we choose Christ each and every day, and that you have a blessed rest of your week. On until next time that we see you, I pray God keeps you and holds you till we can get together again. God bless you, family. We love you tremendously, and we call you blessed. Amen. To the highest mountain Looked all around Couldn't find nobody Went down into the deepest valley Looked all around down there Couldn't find nobody I went across the deep blue sea couldn't find one to compare To your grace, your love, your mercy Nobody greater, nobody greater than you TPV Radio, Central Texas Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.